I hope everyone had a happy gobble gobble day. Let's talk about the game. Elbow, forearm, he's going to be down. The result of the play is a touchdown. And then the flag that was thrown on this was picked up. Oh, did they get the face mask? So by rule, the game is over. The Lions Hangover. How's it going, everybody? I'm Brad. Welcome to another edition of the Lions Hangover podcast. Uh, this week, the Detroit Lions took on the Buffalo Bills, and they lost on Thanksgiving in front of the national crowd. Uh, the final score was 28-25. to 25. Uh Overall, it was a pretty solid game. I don't think anybody anticipated the Lions being able to hang in there as well as they did against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Buffalo Bills were 7-3 and three coming in, and, of course, the Lions were 4-6. and six. They were just one game away from becoming 5-6. and six. That's how math works. Pretty good at that. Uh, overall, it was a fun, exciting game uh, <clears throat> outside of the halftime show. That was crazy. Uh Lots of Buffalo Bills fans. I would say it was at least, it seemed like 40% full Ford Field was of Buffalo Bill fans. So that was uh, was kind of frustrating. Lions fans, you got to step it up and come to some games. Uh, But anyway, let's talk about the game. So uh, there were a lot of issues with time management, game management, at both ends of the half, not really happy with how that went. Uh, of course, you would like to see it done differently. I don't know why they threw it to Chark at the end of the game like that. Uh, it was a bad throw from uh, Jared Goff, but uh, just the play call itself is kind of questionable, especially since you had other options open down the field and you only needed one yard at the time. Why not put the ball in your playmaker's hands like uh, Jamal Williams, you know, somebody that's been dependable for you all season, and he's come up with some pretty huge first downs uh, throughout the season, especially the last few games. So uh, I would have liked to have seen him get the ball uh, or run that sweep play again like you did with St. Brown. Uh, I think it was earlier that drive or earlier the drive before uh, to get that first down. Uh Overall, Williams had a solid day. He carried the ball 18 times for 66 yards. He was our leading receiver. Uh, DeAndre Swift ran the ball five times for 19 yards. They still seem to be sort of taking it easy on him. I don't know exactly what their game plan is with him. Uh, He looks like he's ready to play, though. I I really like uh, uh, the play that they said his knee was down, but uh, the amount of energy that he had, pushing the ball into the end zone. I was really impressed with that. You could tell he was hungry for a touchdown. He really wanted to uh, uh, get into the end zone. I, I, it was just he, he was looking like Jamal Williams there, you know. He was just powering his way straight up, you know, and into the end zone, and, and he was just pushing those guys back. It's just too bad that he got too low to the ground and his knee touched the turf. Uh uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, he led the team with receptions. He just continues to perform. He had nine receptions for 122 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the guy is amazing. I say this week after week. He's just catching everything that is thrown to him. Uh, it, it, 
which of course is not always easy when Jared Goff is throwing you the ball. So uh, kudos to him. Uh, excellent game by Amon Ross St. Brown. Another excellent game. Like, it's like his, what is this, our 11th game? Uh, and, and he's played excellent in like eight of them. And I think he's missed one. So, uh, yeah, Khalif Raymond, Khalif Raymond, he, he, he had some good plays too. Uh, I was impressed with how he played. And, of course, DeAndre Swift, uh, he caught four balls for 24 yards. Uh, and it was nice to see DJ Chark. Uh, they actually included him in the game plan. He, he did get targeted a few times. He had that touchdown. I thought it was a fantastic catch. And he even had that uh, grab earlier in the game too. I, I think they went to him like four or five times. Uh, the stats say five times, but I, I vividly remember four. Uh, but I like seeing him get in, involved. I don't think he's getting the best passes thrown to him from Jared Goff. I feel like he suffers the most. I know he's considered their deep threat right now, but it, so he's suffering for that. So it, it really does make me curious how much the offense is going to change once Jameson Williams comes back. I'm expecting him to be back against the Jacksonville Jaguars next week, a week from today. So hopefully uh, the, we will get a deep threat. Uh, next week so hopefully that's the case Uh, but I got to keep harping on Jared Goff it it just seems like statistically he had a great day his quarterback rating was like 98 something 98.9 like that's respectable it's good but if you watch the game the game decisions the in the the incomplete passes were just horrible decisions and I uh even the questionable play calling at the end when he uh, throws it to Chark, it was a horribly thrown ball. Whether or not that should have been the play, I mean, obviously it should not have been the play, but it wasn't a good thrown ball. And, it, you know, if that's the case with Jamison Williams, you know, he comes back, he's going to have all this speed. If you can't get the ball to the guy, then it's like we're in trouble. Um, and another thing, when it came down to it at the end of the game, the very last drive for the Bills, you saw Josh Allen, who didn't play great, who hasn't played great all season for, for Josh Allen standards. I mean, I would love to have him. But it, he took control of the game on that last drive. He stepped up when it needed to be done. He took charge. You could tell he was a leader, and people just rallied behind him. And Stephon Diggs, who was quiet, you know, all, all game, that last drive, he, he had that huge reception. And you got to give it up to Kirby Joseph, too, on that last play. Uh, the Stefan Diggs catch, it was like if he was just there half a second before, not even half a second, he just barely missed that ball. So even though it was a huge offensive play for the Bills, uh, I believe it was Kirby Joseph. It could have been Jerry Jacobs, but I think it was Kirby Joseph. He was so close to breaking up that play. So, I mean, it's going to go like that sometimes for you. Excuse me. You know, so you just have to keep going at it. But uh, overall, impressed with Kirby Joseph. So even though that one didn't go our way, it was still he just barely missed it. So I I really like seeing that. Uh, The Bills, on the other hand, though, Josh Allen, he went 24 or 42 and he finished with 253 yards and he had that touchdown and one interception. Now we got to talk about that interception because Anzalone, I thought, played a pretty good game. It was a heads up play. Uh, to catch that deflection off of Malcolm Rodriguez. And uh, uh, good for Anzalone. Uh, oh, and we also have to talk about Houston. Uh, 
James Houston, his his very first NFL game, the guy gets two sacks and he gets a fumble recovery. So uh, is rookie. <laughs> he played at Jackson State. I mean, the dude was drafted by Brad Holmes, and it, it just it, it, good for him. Like you always like to see the next man up make a difference. So when the team is is riddled with injuries and stuff, uh, you know you don't have to worry. So it seems like the defensive line is starting to come together. I'm really happy with Kaminsky. I think he's a good player with the hustling. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson had a quiet day, but I still feel like he does things that enables the players around him to have a presence. Uh, and I also like uh, McNeil. He had a a pretty good play uh, stopping the line behind. Uh, I think he's stuffed a run. So just zipping through my stats right here. Um, The play calling, though, the game management at the end of the game, it was like the Lions didn't know if they were playing to get a field goal or if they were playing for a touchdown. And it seemed like the play calling reflected that. The game management reflected that. They should have called so many timeouts it's like why are you letting the clock run out you got three timeouts but it turns out they should have let the clock run out more because they left too much time on the clock for josh allen and stefan Diggs to get into field goal position um and then what's up with jim nance (laughs) uh jinxon badgley the money badger who apparently trademarked the money badger i didn't know that i thought that was just a funny nickname but yeah he he trademarked uh the money badger so uh that was one of the worst i'm not really a superstitious person but that was one of the worst uh flat out jinxes that i've ever seen so you always gotta wait until the kicker makes the kick and then you say he hasn't missed a kick since signing on with the lions but that wasn't the case uh and he even called it he's like i don't want to hear about jinx broadcaster jinx Michael Badgley, he hasn't missed a kick yet. And then he kicked the ball. And yeah, I mean, but that wasn't a game. Well, no, it wasn't a game deciding missed extra point. So I guess it really doesn't matter. But it was still frustrating. I couldn't believe that it happened. That was actually kind of shocking. And it was something I missed because I was at the game. But by I was able to watch the broadcast uh, just a little bit ago and get caught up on it, and I couldn't believe that it happened. I saw a little bit of something on Twitter about it, but I wasn't quite sure uh, what that was about. But it, it definitely uh, was a blatant jinx by Jim Nance. So that was that was pretty bad. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say something uh, that I would not have said the last three weeks, but I, I think yesterday, or I'm sorry, Thanksgiving was the first time that we legitimately missed TJ Hawkinson. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with uh, uh, James Mitchell or Brock Wright. Uh, Mitchell did have that one catch for 22 yards, uh, but he only had one target. Brock Wright had three targets and two catches. Uh, it was a the one of them was a bad throw. It was a rollout by Jared Goff, uh, and, and he threw on the run, and it kind of hit Brock Wright in the hips. And technically, you're supposed to catch that, but it was. It, it was kind of a poorly thrown ball at the same time. So I think technically it's Brock Wright's fault, but I would, of course, blame Jared Goff. Um, I'll tell you something I did like about Jared Goff was they did use him in the quarterback sneak. I'm a big fan of him scrambling. I don't think he's a great scrambler, but 
you know, it's just another, if he can do it, it's just another weapon for him. And I think that would actually help his passing game. Um, I know I hate on Jared Goff a lot, and it's not that I hate Jared Goff. It's just that I want him to do better. I expect him to do better. Uh, but he just he struggles with the deep ball. He cannot throw that ball over 15 yards. It's it's so rare. Uh, any of the long passes are, are usually like you know 14 yards, and then the receiver breaks it for another 10 or something like that. That's usually our luck. Uh, I've seen some video clips of what Jared Goff used to be able to do, but of course I could probably edit a little 10 second video of me throwing dimes too when I was a kid. So I've never seen a quarterback regress so much. Uh, and if I were the Lions, I would be picking a quarterback with one of my first two picks. So, But we'll talk about that later in the season when it's more appropriate to talk about where we'll be drafting and stuff. I'm not a big fan of uh, mock drafts, but I, I understand them. It is fun, but I think there's a certain time of the season that you should do it, and it definitely isn't week 12, especially when the draft order isn't cemented yet. So, but I think once the draft order is cemented, I think that's the time for mock drafts. Uh, until then, it's just too wacky. Um, so next week, the Lions play the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are currently th- three and seven. They're third in the AFC South, and they're currently playing Baltimore. And Baltimore was beating them twelve to ten last time I saw. Uh, this should be an easy win for the Lions. Uh, I've got them winning the next five games. If, if you look at my season predictions, uh, I see no reason why they can't win the next five games. The, the next game I have them losing is against Green Bay in Green Bay, the very last game of the season. Uh, of course, they could very easily win that game and lose to Minnesota, but I feel like they were so close to beating Minnesota in Minnesota last time that they should be able to handle the Vikings when they come to town uh, in a couple weeks. Uh, but let's talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, they're three and seven. They might be building towards something great, but they're struggling right now. They're not a great passing team, regardless of having Trevor Lawrence. I'm not a big Trevor Lawrence fan. I don't think he's the real deal. Um, but they, they've only thrown for 2,300 yards this season, which is just over 200 yards a game. Uh, I don't know what they've done so far, like I said, in this game against Baltimore, so we'll have to see about that. Uh, their running game, they're averaging more than 100 yards a game, more than five yards a carry, but I have to say the Lions' defense, ever since the firing of Aubrey Pleasance, I feel like the defense is starting to come together, especially that defensive line. As I talked about, it's like either Hutchinson is having a good game or somebody like Houston is having a good game or even McNeil is having a good game. It's like everybody's taking turns stepping up to the plate and hitting a home run so which is what you like to see i think the lions are stopping the run so i don't see the run being an issue uh i don't know trevor lawrence to be a scrambling quarterback so i'm looking for two to four sacks next game i'm looking for i mean they might get more than 100 yards but i don't think on the ground the jaguars might get more than 100 yards but i don't think that's going to be what kills us uh i'm not trying to disrespect Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I'm sure he's going to complete some passes, and I'm sure some of those passes are going to hurt us. But I don't think overall he's a weapon. He's not Josh Allen. He's not somebody we need to be worrying about. Uh, Maybe one day we do, but it's not going to be this week. So I feel like the Lions should get a pretty easy win. That doesn't mean that they should take Jacksonville lightly, though. 
So, but if if they play their game and they've been playing and they play the way they have been playing in the last four weeks, including against Buffalo, a Super Bowl contender who they only lost to by a field goal and they had the lead late in the game. Uh, if the Lions do what they need to do, this should be an easy game. This should be an easy win. Uh, it's at home. That helps. Uh, the, you're going to see Ford Field start to come alive a little bit more. As, as, as long as the Lions start to win more and more, the football is going to get more and more exciting. I think the football is exciting now. So if you haven't been to a Lions game this year, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's December. It's a good Christmas present. Go to a Lions game. So, uh, other than that, I think that's it for me. Don't forget to find me on all of the social medias, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. There's always more than one. Uh, the new Twitter poll is up this week. I am asking if you think Jim Nance was the reason Badgley missed that field goal. Do you believe in jinxes? If so, head over to my Twitter page and cast your vote. Appreciate it. It's always fun. It's always kind of silly. It's always kind of stupid. Uh, but that's the point. We're just here to have a good time. So, uh, but thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for rating, liking, commenting, all of them shenanigans. And I will see you guys next week after the Jacksonville Jaguars game. I, I went straight on with the microphone this time. So hopefully there's not that magic microphone sparkles. It's a little fun fact for you. All right.